This is the Umerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. Welcome to the Humerian Health Health, The Humerian Health Podcast. Okay, cut that. Well. Welcome to the Humerian Health Podcast. We are going to talk today about eczema. That's interesting. (laughs) You're not gonna make me say inter see I can't say interesting. Today we're covering eczema. Eczema. Which is a skin condition where your skin becomes inflamed. That's kind of the basic basicness Mm -hmm. of it. I would like your more professional definition of eczema. What like what is it really? I mean, I got what I read off the internet, it, which is a skin it, condition. It, it is a skin dish condition that relates to an autoimmune response. They know nothing more. They know so little. So it's sort of a category of different skin conditions, or it's just that sounds very broad well, to me. You have eczema, seborrhea, psoriasis, and things like that. And a lot of those are bunched together. They okay. have small indicators that are different than the, the other categories, but. It's not necessarily, you, you don't have a baby uh, draw blood and all of a sudden you know that baby's going to have eczema. They just really don't, don't know. know. It kind of starts showing up. It's often, it, but it's autoimmune. We know that your immune system, for some reason, at certain parts of your skin, start inflaming and it can be dry patches, can red and itchy. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes and goes in between. The question is, we don't know why it does it to right there. And yeah, we could do, we can draw out some skin and take a look at it and analyze it and you find out there's an inflammation and there's some type of a, I think it is mast cell, but don't, we'll let Dr. Bentley, um, a response for some reason. Well, how's it triggered and why is your immune system do that? Why is it due to those skin cells and not a bunch of others? We don't know. We don't know. And, and we need a dermatologist on to actually go from there, but it's an autoimmune condition. Maybe we, we can get a dermatologist on it. Wouldn't that point. be brilliant? Yes. We really do. Well, so at least we, it's an opening discussion about yeah. eczema. We'll get a dermatologist that has the look of alternative as well as medication type of treatment. But yeah, an integrated approach. Absolutely. That would be fascinating. I like that. Yeah. Not that Ryan isn't fascinating, Dr. Yes, Bentley. Yes, he, yeah. is, he might already be integrated in such things. He might, actually. But we do know that uh, GI related problems, mm-hmm. uh, because 70% of your immune system's there many times when you, if you have a a wheat sensitivity or gluten sensitivity, well, guess what? Eczema it has might density show up flare as up. Right. Or you drink or eat foods that cause inflammation. Guess what happens to flare up with it? Eczema flares up with it. Does it stop it from occurring? Not always, but I've seen cases that it's so small of an, a reaction because guess what? You found out that your GI tract was one of the primary inducers of a reaction that you're susceptible to, and we don't know why. So... Is it genetic? Maybe this is a question for Dr. Bentley, too. It is. is it... it really is. And I'll tell you why. is because these things ebb and flow as to genetic, not genetic. Remember when they came out and said, yeah. hey, you have whatever. Uh, if you've got um, a breast cancer, it's all genetic. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, it's not all genetic. There's a few, bracken, but beyond that, well, we found out a lot of women are having it, and they don't have any genetic predisposition. So, I think Don't that's know. evolving, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think it would be hard for us to say, yeah, you got a genetic. I have to say, it. the more we've talked about these different topics, especially around gut health, the more it becomes very apparent to me that more research needs to be done, and it really does feel like the sort of cutting edge of what's happening medically. I mean, there's lots of cutting edge stuff going on, but mm-hmm. the. Hey. Hey, fecal tra- in transplants. There you, you go. You just say fecal, fecal transplants. transplants. Yes, that's it. And the only reason why I bring it up is because all of a sudden, that's like correcting all kinds of things I never thought of. You just didn't know that your neighbor had the better poop. 
I mean, you just didn't know it. Here's what I know. I've read about that, and then I get really strange ads at, embedded in my browsing experience. So I stopped Googling things like fecal transplant. Fecal transplant? That's right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, ooh, she likes fecal stuff. We'll like, send no, her all no, kinds no. of ads for no. that, right? They, what color ooh, is your you poop? Been, we could do tailored. A, we need to do a session on what color is your poop. We don't want to send an in stuff, though. So let's not no, ask that's for any. True. Yeah, and we don't. Really just so you know, we're not podcast. asking for it. Yeah, but anyhow, no eczema. samples. Eczema. Okay. Yeah, back to how did we get from skin to poop? I don't even want to know. But, you know, they've tried all kinds of things on the alternative side, coconut oils and zinc and vitamin A's. And some people respond positive mm-hmm. to those. Some people do not. Uh, uh, detoxification. Some people say because skin's one of their largest de- uh, uh, detoxification systems is mm-hmm. skin. So detoxification, colonics and things like that. Uh, um, what is it? Um, coffee enemas, things like that. That people will say their skin doesn't respond as as negatively if, in fact, they're detoxified. Things just got really weird. Yeah. We went from eczema, which is a pretty straightforward topic, to we turned the corner at fecal transplant, yeah. and then we just made a hard left into coffee enemas. I'm thinking this is interesting. I feel like it's a good time to gut check and maybe... Already? I wasn't yeah, even done. you need okay, to stop. Okay, right. All right, fine. <laughs> so gut check. Yeah. Dr. Bentley. Dr. Bentley. We would like to know... A lot more about eczema. <laughs> Now we're like an old married couple and finishing each other's sentences. We are. All right. You fire off the first question. Okay. I want to know more about eczema. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what what we understand is that eczema many times is a lifetime adventure for people. And and I think if we can understand a little bit more about cause and effect, and then some of the things over your practice years that you found that has been beneficial, and then also look at both the medical end as well as the food end and other things. That I think we're looking for all of that from these fo- for these folks because they're all looking for answers. Mm-hmm. We know there's medications that people are using, but we know there's other things that if they're added together could help. So that's the longest question I'll ever ask. I was going to say Bentley, that was, the... but I want to know it all. Yeah. Okay. How's that? That's perfect. I was going to yeah, say our three, our questions. three questions. I, asked them all. I was going to say our three questions just got to one really <clears throat> big question that had yeah. like seven parts. Yeah. Did you parts. get that? Awesome. Okay. You realize that we're going to have to go back and recut all those questions at some point. Or not. No. Dr. Bentley? I like it, Dr. Bentley. You got go. it. Come on. And we'll play it back for you a few thousand times. That was your cue. Start. Start. Go. Now. So who gets eczema? Um, honestly, eczema can happen to anybody. It can happen to old geriatric people. It can happen to people in the middle age. And it can happen to infants. Um, so eczema, what it is, is a chronic or sustained inflammatory reaction that occurs on the skin and so it's also called atopic dermatitis whenever the body has inflammation circulating around because eczema is very common in people during allergy season Mm -hmm. so when allergy season is kicking up they got all these inflammatory chemicals going around why because the immune system is responding and when the immune system responds well it affects people differently you know you're only as healthy as your weakest link and so sometimes people if their skin is really dry then it's going to, and they don't have the moisture there, then it's going to affect how their body responds with these inflammatory chemicals that are going on. So in essence, again, everybody can get eczema, anybody and everybody. There are more people that are prone. Um, It's higher during allergy season because you got more inflammatory chemicals floating around in the system. So when it comes to that, you, you want to focus on the layer of barrier protection. So we've talked about in other podcasts and talked about gut health and the gut lining and how the gut lining is very important mm-hmm. and how 70% of the immune system roughly 
it surrounds our intestinal system because that's how things typically enter. Um, however, the skin is the other barrier. So everything is always outside our body. So when things come in through the, it can come in through the skin or the mucous membranes. And we want to help that barrier become healthy, which is our skin. And there are things that you want to avoid to keep the skin healthy. Um, certain chemicals that are very what about harsh. cosmetics? Cosmetics is one, absolutely. Could that cause what? eczema to get worse? Wait, avoid cosmetics? <clears throat> what? Well, I think that's a <laughs> really big topic. Oh! oh. I'm having that out. Yeah, cut no, that one out. No way I'm just, leaving it in. Oh, no. Just so no. people can really see yeah, who you're Yeah, see. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, slam the deal. Okay. Lay him out, Lydia. Okay, so weakness of the body skin. So some people have an inherent weakness in certain parts of their skin mm -hmm. that are related to inflammation that causes a scaly, dry area. Yes. So, yes, so by definition, it is a dry, scaly patch of skin. That's it. It's yes. Not, there's no blood work? No. Okay, so no blood work, no other tests. They don't scrape the skin off, send it somewhere and decide. Do they? Only, I mean, you can uh, to rule out other causes or other things that are going on. But it's pretty It's pretty it's obvious visual. most times when you see it. Visual. You look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's eczema or atopic dermatitis. Same spots in the skin, switches around. Switches around. Um, okay. And it could be, there are common areas, you know, elbows, back of the knees, yeah. uh, crevices. Why those? Uh, there's more irritation, more flexibility, more movement into those areas. So more, well, more use and more, okay, well, that makes sense. And, and I lean on my elbows all the time, get my <laughs> knees, all that kind of stuff. But I'm thanking my wife for everything she does <laughs> on my knees. So, you know, but it doesn't have to be limited just to those areas. It can happen on the scalp. Face is often a place as well. Is it frequently mm -hmm. in the face? Yeah, because yeah, I don't see it as much. Because that's where you put makeup on. Oh, wait. Oh, no, not the makeup thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but oftentimes on, people will put a lot of moisturizer well, sure, on their right. skin, too. That have alcohol in them and yeah. other chemicals. And if that's a weak link, could break down the Correct. Lining, so you want to avoid... Right? skin irritants that are going to have harsh chemicals in there, yeah. preservatives, mm -hmm. things that are yeah. going to dry out your skin, right. remove your natural oils from your skin. So typically using alcohol-based products is really going to dry your skin out. Which is out. most common. I it's mean, most, most common if you're going out to alcohol. grab some product at a, yeah. you know, at your general store. Right. Um, you need to be a little more cognizant of the things that you're putting on your skin, um, including cosmetics. Yeah. Uh, cosmetics, there's an environmental working group um, they've done a number of things, and they've also categorized, um, I forget the website, but Environmental Working Group and Cosmetics. If you type that in, you'll find it. Hmm. But what they've done is created a website that will evaluate skincare products and give them levels of, I don't know, like a five-star is really good. Level yeah, safety level. Um, actually, the lower, the better. So if it's actually like one star, then it's a really good product. doesn't have much toxins and things like that that can get absorbed in through so your skin. So more pure. Yeah, Closer it's to more zero, pure. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and skin's an absorptive organ. Mm -hmm. And so the largest organ of the so body. Sensitive. Oh, yeah, the largest it's the body. largest organ of your body, and okay. it's very, um, you know, skin, you know, you absorb things through your skin. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, so we can use, in hormone replacement, they use transdermal creams. Mm -hmm. So actually, um, I had a patient one time that this 70-plus-year-old man, who was still sexually active, I don't, starting, I don't need to hear this. He was still, well, he was still... He oh, was, I knew, he, he was, okay. Okay. So I had this patient that was 70 years old, and he was starting to develop breasts. And so I'm trying to evaluate why is this guy getting buds? You know, he's literally, I mean, they're like little buds. And I'm going, okay, what's going on here? So I start evaluating, start talking. 
and finding out he's still married and finding out, um, you know, well, let me look towards the environment. So I started to evaluate oh, with his no. wife. his wife uses And his wife uses oh, estrogen no. creams. No. And the estrogen creams were being absorbed in through his skin. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. In times of intimacy, and it was creating him to start budding. Go, buddy. 70 years yes. old. I got to like that. Okay? <laughs> it's never um, too late. Well, it does make... <laughs> I'm telling you, it, now this kind of makes sense because on occasion, I've just looked at a, a patient's product that they've used to keep it moist. Mm-hmm. Um, and found out there were YLs and OLs and alcohol in it. Have wait, removed wait. that. YLs and OLs. Uh, alcohols. Oh, okay. Yeah, you try to stay from YLs and L- OLs in your products because it dries out your skin. Huh. The the ending letters. I, yes. I mm-hmm. picked that up. Yes, I thought he was like abbreviating <laughs> it from something short. Well, they're 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 from the boot. I mean, I get um, that that's very that's a very medical way to look. It, at the it is YL. We should have a shirt. Shirt for that. But um, but I had her stop that. Just use coconut oil. All of a sudden, the amount of reaction decreased almost 90%. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So that's one of them. So how about food? Now now you've kind of layered autoimmune response of some sort can wake up or irritate a weakest area of your body per se, and maybe skin is yours. Well, I don't want to use the term autoimmune with eczema because <coughs> um, it's not necessarily an autoimmune it's condition, an anti, but it's more inflammatory. Anti-immune? It's more of a, um, an inflammatory... George? component to it but not autoimmune because autoimmune skin condition in this nature would be more of like psoriasis okay so that's an actually attack to the certain layers of the skin creating a different type of reaction this is more of an irritant you've lost your structural integrity it starts to itch as it gets dry so you go and scratch it it becomes thinner you start to create micro abrasions to the skin and damaging that barrier which only creates more inflammation and more inflammation and more itches as this big fee forward process but there are certain things that you put on the skin like you mentioned cosmetics harsh chemicals uh, detergents that you use in yep. your clothes sure. so infants will get atopic dermatitis when they're first born the mother will try their regular soap that they're using and their skin isn't used to these chemicals uh, whether it's fabric softener or a high a detergent that's not hypoallergenic where it removes all these other chemicals in there and it gets on a kid's skin um, metals can cause it one common thing that's very interesting that a lot of uh, physicians are starting to avoid is telling people to use neosporin neosporin really? yeah. yeah and they they're finding that it is a big cause of eczema and causing irritation to the skin now, what is that? That's not only an ointment, but a lot of times people will think, oh, I got dry skin, I got some issue, let me put an ointment on there that will create a little um, bit of moisture. Right. However, it's an antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. So the antimicrobial component, uh, so I don't know what degree that plays a role in the form of eczema, but mm-hmm. we do have bacteria all over our skin that are part of our mm-hmm. normal flora. Um, as we mentioned in the one on C-sections, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, it's mainly a lot of staph and other bacteria that mm-hmm. are part of our normal flora on our skin versus our intestine, which is more lactobacillus, and bifidobacillus, mm-hmm. bacteroides, so on and so forth. But so that those are all kind of external type things. So mm-hmm. What are more internal type things, as you mentioned, you know, what about foods? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the common foods that you're going to have that, well, this is very interesting. There's a study in 2015, I think it was Nutrition and Metabolism, uh, Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism came out with an article showing that 50% of people with eczema have an issue with dairy. They have some type of intolerance to dairy. Mm-hmm. So it would create almost like an autoimmune reaction where your body's attacking itself, but it creates an inflammatory response. Okay, that's There's and, your differentiator yes. between the two of eczema and like seborrhea or psoriasis. Yes, psoriasis. And so psoriasis. could it okay. lead to an autoimmune reaction? Possibly. 
Okay. Um, we don't know everything, but so it's you, just the inflammation of the dairy. Yeah, and it, so it's almost like eczema is more like a syndrome, so to speak, as opposed to a full-blown disease process yeah. at this time. Because there are also, you know, soy, dairy, as I mentioned, wheat, eggs, mm-hmm. corn, these mm-hmm. food allergens. Um, and if you notice, a lot of those are all heavily industrialized foods mm-hmm. that we put into our body. Well, it goes into our intestinal system, mm-hmm. and that can mm-hmm. cause inflammation in our gut. And I was trained that if you see something on the skin, there's something going on in the gut. Sure. And so you want to heal from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so, again, where's 70% of the immune system? Around the gut. So if you're eating foods that your body's not dealing well with and it's creating an inflammatory Mm -hmm. response, those inflammatory cytokines or chemicals go around and they go attack certain areas of weakness. And it could be the skin if it's an area that's dry and doesn't have the moisture that it needs. Mm -hmm. That can lead to that. So the other thing is, is that we know that it flares up in times of stress. Okay. Okay. So why is that? You know, no one really knows exactly when someone has a lot of emotional stress, but I like to think of stress from a number of dynamics because our body responds to stress in the same way. It releases, uh, you know, adrenaline or certain stress hormones in the body, whether it's physical stress, chemical stress, or emotional stress. So all those stresses they add up. It's mm-hmm. a cumulative effect. So mm-hmm. if I'm emotionally stressed because I'm late to work and then all of a sudden now I spill hot tea on my lap and now I've burnt mm-hmm. myself creating a physical stress with pain. So now I have the pain on top of the emotional stress and in general I'm not very healthy or I'm, I mean I am, I try to take care <laughs> of myself, but let's just say in the scenario that all I eat is cupcakes and ho-hos and ding-dongs and things like that and don't put any nutrients into my body. My body's running on a low level of healthy chemicals, so now I have a chemical stress that my body is at a threshold that it's ready to either explode Mm -hmm. or completely deteriorate and start breaking down. Mm -hmm. So we do know that stress plays a role. I have a number of theories that I'll spare you of at this (laughs) point of why. We'll do that five-hour show at another time. We keep keep telling him that, but it's probably not going to happen. So how about sugars? Sugars can play a role, but it's not one of the most common things that are linked. Okay, so it's not as much of it, it has its effect on inflammatory changes or yes. the immune system, but not just inflammation. Yeah, okay. so it's not like there's not a lot of studies going, oh, these people are eating tons of processed sugar. Oh, look at their eczema. You know, most mm-hmm. of it is, let's look at these food allergies that could be affecting it. People that also have uh, seasonal allergies, as I mentioned, have increased predisposition to that. So some of the things that they recommend as far as treatments... Mm-hmm. Um, Thank are you go- for going there. I was going to get right. I was like, and treatment. Yes. So <laughs> utilizing treatments are traditionally, we're going to say, keeping the skin moist. Avoiding hot baths that are going to irritate the skin. So those are the main things. So there's just like anything that you can slather on. But for me, no, it's something that's got to be more natural. Remove all the uh, YLs and OLs, the alcohols. Remove those types of chemicals. Get rid of the things that could be possible irritants. So something as simple as coconut oil, Mm. uh, shea butter, these things that are more naturally, more clean. Aloe. Um, aloe is more soothing that I would put more on a irritated skin. Okay. Um, but for maintenance, I wouldn't use that necessarily yeah. for that. Um, but it does have a lot of great properties that increase mucopolysaccharides, which increases the mucus lining, so to speak, which is what's going to, you know, part of that's going to be damaged in the dermis. You don't mm-hmm. have as much of the oils right. uh, your body it's is producing. It's just protected. I mean, Correct. it's a sensitive, irritated area. So, it, yeah, exactly. So it's replacing that. So, <clears throat> Other things that people can do from a health perspective is vitamin D. 
vitamin D is something because it's immune modulator. Mm-hmm. Zinc is very helpful with the immune system and balancing the immune mm-hmm. system. Omega threes, there's plenty of good study with omega three fatty acids. Well, for inflammation, right? Uh, with yeah, regard, exactly okay. with calming inflammation. But again, inflammation <laughs> isn't necessarily in. This is going to sound contradictory to what I say because I said it's an inflammatory condition. Inflammation isn't the cause of anything. Inflammation is the effect. What's the spark that started the fire? Mm-hmm. Is it something in the gut? Is it something, do they have intestinal permeability creating what's mm-hmm. called leaky gut um, that we'll talk about in another episode? But Or are there foods that's creating inflammation mm-hmm. in the gut? Is there an imbalance of bacteria? Mm-hmm. So the last thing that people talk about is probiotics. And there are certain strains that have been shown very beneficial with regards to eczema and utilizing that. Um, so you want to make sure you have a proper balance of good bacteria in your gut um, and make sure you're taking a probiotic. So again, vitamin D, omega-3s, zinc, and probiotics are no, good choices that's that people oral use. or oral topical? Uh, actually, there's oral topical probiotics are now coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, orally with regards to zinc, mm-hmm. the vitamin D, and the omega-3s. Okay. And omega-3s don't necessarily have to come just in a form of fish oils. It can be, you know, in certain seeds and different plants you can get well, um, flax algae. Well, flaxseed has some. There's yes. a few other things. Mm-hmm. Here, GLAs, et cetera, right? Yes, okay. exactly. So just getting yeah. healthy avocados, yeah. uh, mm. cooking with olive oil, cooking with avocado so oil. So you can take uh, avocado slices and just... Tape it on your arm and, and duct tape it and go around with an avocado slice. Av- avocado facial. You would not. What look... am I doing? I'm treating my eczema with my avocados. <laughs> I don't think you look at like an extremist at all. And you'd have a snack for later. <laughs> I'd probably just yes. fit in. Because that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> so, but the probiotics, um, there is thoughts of it being topically applied because we do have a microflora. Um, on our skin, but that is, uh, again, research is in in its infancy with regards to that. Moving forward, though, is moving forward. Absolutely. Great. Excellent. Did we miss anything? Exit. 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 I know. Don't tell him. I know. Maybe we'll put one of those on the end of this podcast. Thank you, Dr. Bentley. Great stuff. Very good. I think a lot of people are going to really appreciate that. Yep. I have one more thing. No more coffee enemas. <clears throat> no, no, not coffee enemas, and I'm not doing poop transplants, but I'm ticked. About? Double ticked. Double ticked? I got a triple tick. Ticked like is in the I have no bug? ticks. I have no okay. ticks. Okay. No ticks for asking. Lyme disease. We talked about that at one point. Ads. Ads. Medication ads. Oh, oh no, you're going to rant, aren't you? I'm going to rant, but it's, it's a short rant. Okay. I just I'm want gonna those. Time, I'm going to time box your rant. Those Go. that actually do deal with and suffer from eczema. I want you to know that, to me, watching an ad that actually demeans a person with eczema, like because you have a patch on your elbow or a patch on your knee or your back is covered, that somehow you're not accepted in society. You know you're not, and you know that you are. You know that it's not that way, but I watch those ads and I literally get irate. I, I don't, my blood pressure hardly ever raises, but I watch that and they say, well, of course, then you can get married and then you can meet the right person. If you take this drug that hides your eczema and it all goes away, I'm telling you, I would think as a eczema disease person, I would never touch a medication like that, even if the doggone thing worked. The reason why is because this pisses me off. I just think it demeans, demeans people. Mm-hmm. And I think that if anyone that's associated with some of the drug companies that have been doing this, I hope you wake up because that's not the way you treat people and that's not the way you get individuals to be able to buy your product 
is to demean them and then try to say you take this all of a sudden your life's perfect. It's just wrong. I'm done. And rant dismount. Feel better. Do you? Do you really feel better? I now could, you seem like you're a little more irate now, I now could, that you started to talk about it. I could go on a long time. I just think it's wrong. I think that is really wrong. I don't know why they took that approach. I'm sure they did a lot of research into the psyche and how it hurts that, that person's feelings if they don't feel included and all those type of things. But to draw that out as a now you'll be accepted in society and you'll be accepted with these people. Or you'll find the husband or the wife because you don't have that rash or that whatever on your skin. That's just wrong. You're accepted as yours as an individual. has got nothing to do with whether you have a rash or whether you have dry skin or you have a red spot. It's just wrong. My opinion. I'm done. Again. Again, for the second time. Can't Excellent. help it. I no. just think that, that's a passion. terrible ad. I love the passion, right? Like, we're here to help people. We want... I yeah, mean, yeah. I, to so, me, yeah. that should be something people are talking about. Because that's just wrong. I don't know why... Who gets the opportunity to put an individual down, give them pictures, and then all of a sudden their whole life's going to change because they're taking this drug, and that little bit of dry goes down to a smaller one. And all of a sudden everyone's going to accept it. Well, you're accepted the way you are. I just... I've never thought that about another individual. I, I think those those um, those type of ads need to be changed. So I I'm expecting that they will. Excellent. And Take we're gonna we're gonna close this session by saying we love you just as you are. Absolutely. All of our listeners, all the people in the room, even our silent fact checker. Have a good night. And may God bless. So we decided that we should have special outtakes at the end of some of our podcasts, and we should call it something like, "Well, that's interesting." And what we're going to do is we're going to time you and give you a minute to respond to a topic, just whatever. And Sean actually came up with the first <laughs> topic. I'm going to set my little thing for a minute, okay. and we're going to, like, this is it. This is what you get. You get a minute. So Dr. Bentley's going to do, well, that's interesting, which is our segment on letting you riff on random topics that we come up with. And the first topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? First topic is coffee enema. Coffee enema. So enemas have been useful for many years for people that have, um, basically they're full of crap. And so they, but coffee enemas specifically, the reason that people use coffee enemas is because the caffeine specifically goes right up to the hepatocytes because we have this, in our intestines, we have what's called the hepatic portal system. The hepatic portal system is the venous system that goes directly from the intestines. So all the food, everything that's absorbed in our intestines goes directly to the liver. So when you put coffee in the rectum and it goes up through this enema it gets absorbed into the hepatic portal system goes up to your liver and stimulates those cells because of the caffeine in there and so that allows those hepatocytes to start working faster and harder creating more of a detoxification effect so that is in essence part of the benefit of using coffee enemas um, again but coffee enemas in general just getting junk out of your system is good but then also you help purge the liver by getting that caffeine in there boom i am done that's amazing. <laughs> nice job. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com.